0: Welcome to my Leap of Faith podcast. I'm going to take you on my journey of living a life that felt completely inauthentic and unfulfilling, to discovering myself through the help of healers, crystals, psychedelics, plant medicines, and learning to trust my own intuition. I'm continuing to let go and leap every day to find deeper clarity into my own gifts and what my soul's purpose is in this lifetime. And I want to bring you along for the ride. She told me as I woke from, from, from walking see, below stop, on it, the below one lit night, she said, heavy, your feet, feet stand deep, deeper than you know, it, farther than you go, this wild mother. Hi everyone, welcome back. Today we're going to be talking about collapsing timelines, and holy crap, that one feels like a big one. <laughs> but... Um, I had a dream about a week ago that had um Mateus De Stefano and his partner, I think his name is Tiago, in the dream and we were doing a ritual together. And, you know, I thought like that's a really weird dream to have and didn't really think much more of it. Um and then I went about my day and I was walking the dogs and then I got the download that it was a collapsing of timelines and I was like, it's so amazing. Like I'll be just there walking the dogs and then I think you guys know sometimes it takes time to understand dreams and even though my mind wasn't even thinking about the dream anymore, my soul was starting to bleed. It feels like, (laughs) I mean, I say downloads, but it's like it started to bleed in why I had the dream. And I think that happens because it's too much information to process right when you wake up, I, I think. And I, I I, just, obviously you can do nothing but flow with it. So I started receiving that when you dream about um, people, let's say most of the time my dreams they'll have people in them, but they're usually me, I think me, because it's coming from a, the me perspective. And it will sometimes include people in my current life, sometimes not, sometimes there's a mix of people. But in my, my reality, most of my dreams are timelines that are where I need to help, where I need to send love, where I need to have compassion for myself, or where I need to learn something. They're usually bringing me, showing me the ones that I'm work, doing more work in, I guess, than this timeline. And so when the rare occasion happens where I have one where it's a future timeline or a higher uh, advanced timeline from where this current person is, <laughs> um, that doesn't happen often. So what they, the download was is that you wouldn't be able to have someone... Meet your frequency in this time space if you weren't already currently having a timeline with them and another time space reality. And the purpose of when you physically or or even I don't know, even it doesn't have to be physical. It could be uh energetic, it can be just virtual, but when your souls meet in this timeline, the chances of that remembering come up much easier. And, you know, there's a lot of people saying that all of these activations are about remembering. And I took that to mean remembering what past lives, like, what are are we remembering, (laughs) you know, but I think it's remembering truth at the end of the day. And, and so this dream, we were doing a ritual together, and I made didn't make sense to me in this current body but it felt like we had been doing this many, many times and everybody knew their places and it was just um, something that we always did. And what the download was is that I was shown that because it's time to collapse that aspect or that fractal of myself. So in this current time space, I look at him as a teacher, right? Because he remembers things that I did don't yet remember. But in our other reality, there is no difference. And this kind of collapse happened because I'm ready for it. And I'm ready to kind of take the person off of the pedestal and see it as a reflection of me. And even if I, in this time-space body, (laughs) doesn't understand what the work is that we're doing in a future timeline, um, and it's not even future cause time doesn't exist, but it's a, I, I would call it like a more advanced <laughs> timeline. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. It's that that's why the, this, the, the initial spark of, of resonance happened and me listening to his teachings and then meeting in Hawaii. And then now I it's coming like full circle. So now I believe this is what they mean by, you're gonna have rememberings. When something feels good in your body, there's a reason that it feels good. And it's because your soul is um is reverberating on a frequency that it knows. So it feels like for me it feels like a home like a like a home beacon kind of or like a homing homing device where you've been there before, you know that space and you're just trying, it's like you, let's say you have a house and you sell the house and then you move away and you come back to that town and you are driving around the neighborhood and it just feels like you're in the vicinity of something that used to be really precious to you or used to be something that you really felt comfortable in. And, and in the case of the the lower density timelines, it's the same way. There's a frequency that you, you're... It's like every part of your cells and your DNA understand as you, so it it lights you up in some way. But on the flip side, you can have people in your life that are in your physical life, but they're not on your frequency, right? I mean, that is perfect example is family. (laughs) Like we're all over the place. But that's because we have... um, lessons to learn from these fractals back to us, these reflections back to us in those relationships. But when you pull in people that are outside of your physical reality, to it's because of that frequency um, recognition. And so like I would say like for my best friend, she's in my life, my physical life, because we have work that we're working on together and lessons that I'm here to learn. I don't know that they're karmic lessons, but they feel like, Yeah, probably karma because she, she reflects back to me a lot of things that I can't see in myself. And because she knows me, uh, so deeply, she can show me the, the, the blind spots, but she's not doing this work. She's not someone that listens to this podcast. She's not on that same higher frequency of, of growing and evolving, so then, I, you know, then you think, like, why is that person there? Well, yeah, it's because they're here to help reflect back to you your blind spots. But then the ones that come in and that are on this this channel, <laughs> it means that you're we're doing work together in other timelines. And just because in this timeline, I am the one being the speaker it doesn't mean that is this the case in every other timeline. I just have chosen to to be the the, the beacon in this timeline to awaken or to help you guys to remember that frequency in, inside of you so that you remember the work that we're doing in other timelines together. And I would even go to say that in those other timelines, I'm probably not the speaker. I'm probably the one that is learning because it's a... Um, it's a fluidity it's not like how we think of like oh this one person you know goes so far on their journey that means they're the most advanced in case of energy that's not not how it works it's like um a, a flowing system that we're constantly or or even like a circular motion we're constantly going around the circle and and feeling out different facets of ourselves in every aspect of that expression. So just because in this timeline I'm the one giving this talk through my vessel, it really is coming from our collective vibration to share it. So I hope that makes sense. Um I I definitely think that when we resonate with others and it feels good in our body and there is that like vibration, we tend and me included, put them on a pedestal and think that they are more advanced than us, but that is not the case. Like the way I view it is the only way that I'm here to share these downloads and messages is because they have a a place to bounce back at me. So in in you guys listening, you're reflecting back to me what's being said so that I can learn it in myself in this time space. So if I were... You know, there's many people that I've talked to that are creators and they feel like their work isn't being reflected back. And then I got so many downloads. So this particular uh, um, situation is that that person that's sharing their frequency it's not yet occurring on another timeline so this is the first anchoring of that frequency so that it can start reverberating outward but there has to be a a creation thread in one of the timelines for that energy to evolve so in the case of let's say you are a creator and you feel like you're not getting traction or people aren't understanding your your vibration yet it's because you're creating a new one and it's so important because you're creating the future, essentially, like I'm gonna give you this example of um, Frida Kahlo, she was here on this planet and she created from that place of like, undying need to create, regardless of her situation. Her husband was this amazing, um, you know, very popular artist, and she did not compare herself to him. She just kept creating, kept putting out, kept putting out, kept putting out. And in her time-space reality, she wasn't fully appreciated for for what she was bringing forward in this feminist movement, right? But now, I just saw the other day, she has the highest-selling painting of all time for females. And it's like, I have goosebumps. (laughs) It's like, can we create from that space of not knowing when the reflection will come back? Can you just put out what your soul is here to to exhale without having the attachment to who is it resonating with? And I I look to her and I think, thank God. You know, like I remember I studied fine art. So when I was studying her work when I was young, it meant everything to me, you know, like I'm going to cry because you can feel the pain that she went through through the evolution of her life and she just bear it for witness. And I think at that time, at least for me being young, I felt like I could do the same. So did she know that when she created that? Probably not. So the the point of these collapsing timelines is you have to understand we don't always know where we are in the evolution of it right and sorry (laughs) and we're not it's not like you collapse once and then you're done no the way that it works is like so in this case of this dream I I had gone through the idolation of him. I had gone through the physical experience of him, and then a week or so later, this dream came to show me it's neither. It's neither. <laughs> you literally are working together in other timelines. It's just you, the vibration brought it together in this timeline, because it was ready to collapse my. Um, I guess my pedestal that I had placed there. But that's just one facet or one um, piece of all of my life, right? Like, so in that one space and 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 one connection, I was ready to collapse it. But then we continue on, and there are many, many, many more. And I don't think that our our body could handle a full um, collapsing of everything at once because it would be just overload for the system. So what I feel is like these these. Um, Uh, I guess nudges to collapse a certain thought is they happen in our dream state. They can also happen in our waking state, though. They can happen at any time. So, whenever you feel like there's um, a resonance with someone, and I'm just going to use me as the example, if there is a resonance and you're listening to this, it's because we're doing work together for sure. Now, I 100% know that. And I am not the teacher. I am literally the reflection of what the work is that we're trying to get to in this timeline so that we can collapse it to one. And all of you guys are the energy behind that work. Like if, if it wasn't already happening, I wouldn't be getting these messages there. You guys are literally speaking through me to remind yourselves. So I have one of the girls in the energy tribe, um, asked me a question, uh, the other day, as she wanted to know my intuition on something. And as I started replying to her text, um, I got, I had deja vu, I had, uh, uh, we've already had this conversation feeling and you know, when deja vu happens, you can look around, this is for me, this is what I do, I look around and every the way everything is placed on my desk or wherever I am, is exactly how I remember it from the deja vu. So I told her my response and then I said, and I just had deja vu, so I know we've had this conversation already. So that's an example for me that that timeline in her life was ready to collapse. And it was her higher soul speaking through me and showing me, We've already, you've already done this work, she's already done this work, but she needs to remember that in this time space. So that's an example of her collapsing her timeline through others. So that was happening not in a dream state, but in a reality, right? And I think we use each other to do this. So what I'm realizing is that the energy tribe is a reflection of that. We came together to help each other collapse and remember who we are through each other because sometimes our the blind spots can be so so blinding that we can't see something that's right in front of our face. We need one of the others to reflect it back to us and to be open to the I know nothing feeling. I think a lot of the time why I'm able to get these huge insights is because I try to live from a place of I want to know more I want to be open I want to learn more I feel like there's so much I don't know that I am a vessel for learning right which is that place of no thing and I think it's that that kind of concept that leaves a void that allows that energy to flow through you so that you can then um as it comes in, like for me, when a new concept comes in, I'm like, hmm? <laughs> and I totally like it when I was walking, the dogs had to stop. And I was like, what? And then I had my um, earbuds. And so I recorded a voice memo because I was like, I don't, I had to put it out into words to then go back and try to understand what was I was getting. Um, but all of that is like, your your system will come through or your your messages will come through in so many random ways I tell you guys a lot of times it happens in the shower in this case it was a walk but it's like when your mind's not thinking you're on automatic pilot like you know walking the dogs we take roughly the same direction every time so I'm not thinking I'm just flowing right and it's when that mind is clear that then these insights can come through and um I, I feel like that's what we're being called to do when we talk about remembering. It's remembering who you are vibrating towards. Every single person that we come in contact with is that vibration. And no matter if it's a shadow or a light, right? Because there's it's we're constantly moving through all of it. Like I said, most of my dreams are working on the lower densities of the timelines that I have. But in the case of this one, it was showing me a glimpse of, no, you you also have, you're like in the middle. I'm not at the height of it in this life. No, I'm like in the middle. And so I can see that they're all working on both sides. Like, but we can't, this time, space, reality can't move forward until I heal the ones that are on the lower densities or the things that have really wounded me to the core. So I work on those, I believe, a lot at night, but they're now showing me glimpses of future ones or higher ones. And it's being the bridge because we can't jump to the higher timeline until we heal what needs to be healed here. And all of that is perfect, like we are trying to birth a new reality and we're only gonna birth it through this vessel. So how do we get there? We have to heal the things that need healing and also give yourself a break when you get those uh, those heightened ones as well. And just not having the... Um, I guess like the expectation that it's going to mean something. Like in the case of this one, it's more of like a, the thing that means most is understanding it, right? It's not that, oh, yay, I'm working with him in another dimension. No, I don't, that doesn't matter to me. It's more of now I get it. Now I understand why we pull certain people in and why some just don't resonate, right? Um I want to talk about there is a podcast um his name is Aubrey Marcus and he has a very big podcast and lots of followers and um I don't subscribe to it but occasionally on my feed it will come up um as you might like this episode And the other day he had one um, with uh, two people that uh, were talking about plant medicine and the music space. And because that resonates so deeply with me, I tuned into it and I really, really enjoyed it. And then I had like this feeling of, how come this person, Aubrey, is like putting out such high quality content and has so many followers? And the answer was, There are so many people that are at his vibration. And and then it was like, oh, I get it. There's such a need for this divine masculine to hold space and speak from that truth and heart location. And he's doing that. And just because it's not my resonance, it doesn't mean that it's not needed, right? So we can't compare ourselves to other people in this time space because it's all perfect. And I, I just had this feeling and this knowing of, I get it. I, I Now I, I see that there is no comparison. We cannot look to someone else and think, well, I'm lacking because this person is here. And then the other thing we all do because of the way we are kind of trained in technology and society is to look at like uh, followers or likes or people's content and what I see is a lot of people replicating. You know, um, you'll have someone like, let's say, Aubrey, that is like, I, I'm I'm guessing at the top of the game of what he's putting out. But then you have other people that are trying to replicate that in their voice. And it can sometimes resonate if there is truth and um A different creative spin on it. But if you try to copy or replicate someone's work that's already out in the universe, you will never find your frequency fractions back to you or the reflections back to you because you're taking, it's almost like a, um, Okay, like if we see a diamond and you see it reflecting, it's not getting that actual reflection. It's like a mirrored version of that reflection. So it is never going to be as clear as the original reflection. So what I feel is like everyone that puts out something creative into the world, it has to come from your creative space and your your birthing of it. You know, like I remember when I was creating this podcast, you know, um, my mom and even richard were kind of pressuring me to do interviews and i remember being like no that exists and it exists well like why would i even try to replicate something that people are already doing so greatly and you know they their thought was that i should interview people that i'm learning from along the way but what i what i felt at the time was but that's a different vibration it's not my vibration and again, back then, I didn't know what that meant, and I didn't know why that even mattered, right? But then I look back now, and I think, it's so crazy that the name that I picked for it was my leap of faith, not everybody else's. And I i didn't know at the time why that was so important, but now i look back and i think like there were so few people sharing from that heart space of the journey of that i'm not a master i'm not like speaking to you guys ever from a place of of i have it done uh, like figured out because i am learning every single day of my life but there's a journey to it and there's a process to it and i i believe that's what was needed and so now i look back and i think like of course, you weren't supposed to interview people. Of course, you were supposed to show the struggles and all of it. and i I until I get the download that that's supposed to change, I would never try to, I guess, do what other people are doing for the sake of of notoriety or popularity. And, you know, that's a hard thing. It's a hard thing to stand in your truth and what your soul is here to bring forward. And it may evolve. And I think mine definitely has evolved. I remember, well, recently I've been going back through the episodes and a lot of them, like the first um, probably 30 came from my mind, and then there's a clear point where it changed. It changed, and then none of them came from me, except for if I was giving an integration talk about plant medicine, the rest just flowed through, and it became just a platform for spirit to work through. And it's not that I have an attachment to any of it, so I I, I think that that is part of the the process, right? Like we're here to birth, and it feels like an exhale this information without the expectation of where it lands and oh i just had deja vu again <laughs> um yeah it's it's uh it's definitely that it's like who knows what energy threads you're putting out are going to ripple into a new reality for someone else for you for a higher your higher self but you have to be able to be centered in your body and in your vessel and know that it's making a difference somewhere, somewhere that that vibration is reverberating with someone. And and it could be even that in this time space, those reflections aren't awoken yet. But even on the unconscious level, that vibration is working on them. So like most of the time people that find this podcast, it's so random that I I kind of laugh because it's literally their higher soul showing them the way to something that will remind them who they are. It's never me like advertising or people sharing. It never has, I mean, I usually ask people and no one ever says that. So I think that you can trust in the fact that all of this work is being done on an energetic level. And that takes the pressure off of trying to to like keep up with the Joneses of who is dominating the technology world right now. And then I also got this kind of um, message of, it's kind of like the analog photography versus digital photography. When we used to have to carry a camera and take a picture and get it developed, it was more about taking a picture of a moment and trying to capture that moment that was so great that you wanted to capture. But then digital photography happened and you know everybody has a, f- a camera on their phones now. And what happened is it changed from capturing the moment to capturing the image. And and what that means is that what it's not a judgment, it's more of a understanding that technology switched, right? It switched from being, I want to remember this perfect place time space that I had with my family to I wanna be that perfect time space. And then people really focused and became obsessed with how they look and how they project themselves and 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 I guess sharing um images and content that are not based in reality, because again, you know, they have so many people helping them to create this perfect mood, perfect lighting, perfect makeup, perfect whatever. And then it's like you have followers that look at that perfect reality that's not even real. And you try to emulate or copy that. And it's then the frustration comes in because you're, you've are you totally taken a technology that was meant for good and spin it so deeply that you don't remember anymore where the good was. And then you just end up feeling empty and bad about yourself. And it's like these pieces of technology are here for us to work with us, but we have to observe ourselves in the technology, right? I think in a, a few episodes ago, I talked about technology being one of my tools and it is but I don't let it control me. I'm using the tool because I'm super introverted and I wanna share and it has become the perfect medium for me to, to do this work in another time I wouldn't have been able to. But I'm also not a, a fixated and attached to where this energy goes. So it's understanding that technology is here to help us but it's not here to be the, the, the end all thing. So again, it's detaching and observing yourself and how you are with every one of these tools. So, why do I think this is all coming up? Is like we are being called to collapse. And why? Because we need to let go of the wounds and embrace the reality of who you are ready to become. And to me, It's not only like the evolution. So you can say to me, well, I'm just at the beginning part of my journey. So I don't, I don't really, I'm not really there yet, but I don't even believe that. I really don't. I think that you're ready once you start, um, like tapping into the vibration, you're ready. Like your soul wouldn't bring you to that vibration. If you weren't ready, it's allowing that vibration to take you. It feels like you have to fully understand and embrace that you're a greater being than you think you are. And when you believe it, and, and like in the case of Matthias, I knew we were there to do work. I knew that there was a reason we were meeting there. On an energetic level, I knew it. And maybe it's that that deep knowing without me needing to understand it that allowed that timeline to collapse. And now I see it, right? So when, when you idolize someone or you put someone else on a pedestal, understand you're probably teaching them in this other timeline, right? Because why else would you resonate with them? And then it's allowing yourself to raise to that vibration of not needing to be the person that's being led. It's that that person is just reminding you of your essence and your your gorgeous self inside, right? Right because look, we all need it. (laughs) We all need that remembering. And I know that there are so many people that I come in contact with and they won't realize that their message to me will help me in a remembering. And it's, I try to always share that because for me, I want everyone to know that it's, it's like a circular motion. We are constantly evolving together. And the more that I raise up, the more you raise up, the more we all raise up and can reach these other timelines. Now, why are these messages coming through now? (laughs) I have heard that there's energies that are really going to be changing come like January, February time. Um, I don't know, I'm gonna be honest, I don't know, but I do feel like the the downloads have become a lot faster and more clear. So prior to this um, last eclipse, you know, it would take like um, me getting the first kind of knowing and then kind of integrating it and then getting a deeper knowing and integrating. It it was like levels that I could, until I could totally put out the content of fully understanding what I was talking about. And now I'm getting this call of let's go, get them out, get them out, get them out. (laughs) Um, So it's, there's a speed up happening um, where I felt like the month of November was a slowdown until the eclipse ever since the eclipse it's now feeling like okay let's go let's go get it out get it out and I'm just trying to to flow you know I'm trying to like in all facets of my life whatever come and there are changes afoot <laughs> I'm just flowing with it all because I don't believe that we will have things come into our life. Until unless we pull it in ourselves. So even if you pull in something that feels like a challenge, it is that challenge that's going to help you collapse those lower density timelines. So every single thing that's been coming my way in the last two weeks, I'm looking at it like, great, let's run with that one. Let's see where this energy goes. Let's take this one. And even with Richard, I'm telling him like, let's see where the energy goes, like follow that thread and let's see what happens. Like, we are like all over the place right now from him either buying a business or we're going to move to Maui. <laughs> and, it, and this all happen without either of us planning any of it. It's just allowing that energy to flow the way that it's supposed to. And I don't know if anything, any of those are gonna happen, but I don't care. I know that what's going to happen is what's going to be meant for, for my soul and his soul to move forward. Because I believe so deeply that that energy needs to move constantly. And if it's like if the soul can express itself through your vehicle or it feels like it's just doing the same thing every day, every day, it starts to pull back and it's and it says, Oh, you're not listening, so I'm gonna not not talk, right? But the more you allow this energy to flow, that is when I believe that these situations of collapsing can happen. So I hope it's helpful. And I hope you guys understand, yes, change is difficult. It is the most difficult thing for us in this human vessel, but it is the best thing for the soul to experience and grow. So if you are on this path, which obviously if you're listening to me or watching me, you are, let go, let the energy show you what the the next step is and try not to have the attachment to understanding why in this now moment. Understand that it, you're creating a ripple effect that's going to affect many, many, many yous and many, many others in so many timelines. But you have to first make take that step here and now. So please do that. <laughs> please, for the sake of all of us, in this time of change, change. Roll with it. Accept nurture yourself through it and give yourself so much love because it's a lot of work. But at the same time you chose to do this work because you're ready for this work. So thank you guys so much for everything. Thank you for being the reflection back to me so that I can see myself through you. Otherwise I would be also questioning a lot of things. I know that it takes all of us together to pull this energy down and I know that's what we're being called to do right now. So thank you for the work that you're doing.